What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Cholo Sadiari on your stop for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture here in the Philippines and around the globe. Of course, we're here in Radio Katipunan 87.9. This is a live episode and it's also being recorded for our podcast which is streamed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever you can stream your podcasts. So if you're new here, welcome. We just talk about everything pop culture and if you've been listening since... We started six months ago. Thank you for always being here and supporting and hope you can recommend to more people. So before anything else, I'd like to introduce my co-host for the week. Um, we're supposed to be talking about something else, but that's for another episode, which you'll be hearing sometime else. I'd like to introduce Jika. Welcome to the pod squad. Hello. Welcome to the popcorn fam. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's great. We haven't seen each other in super long. Yeah, years. Years na ba? I think it's I been think years. So. Yeah. I mean, Sijika went to Japan, lived her yeah. Japanese dreams, yeah. and now she's yeah, back, back here <laughs> as a different person, which you will see <laughs> in the next episode with Jika <laughs> when she comes back. So anyway, kamusta? What's popping in your life? Um, well, I started working recently. That's, mm-hmm. that's something new for me. It's first time for me to work. Even though, you know, we're batchmates and yet, because grad school and all that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Different life. It is a different life. But, you know, it's always have, it's always fun to like have your own hobbies and oh, yeah, definitely. stuff on the side, aside from work, even though you enjoy your work, diba. Right? So that's why we're here. We're talking about pop culture and everything related to it. So this episode of Popcorn will be about just popcorns again, just like the last episode. So it's just a bit of pop culture news from the past week and what we think about it. So it's a popcorn, it's a pop current heavy episode and we're just gonna react is it a yes a sax a sad a new sec a, a new reaction which is a sigh <laughs> and a pass okay so una una we have some new pinoy music that's really exciting for me first is an international collaboration from inigo pascual and uh, an american boy band called pretty much so that was released last week um, pretty much, if you're not familiar, it's like uh, the new One Direction, but oh. kind of like more politically correct because they're like more diverse in okay. that sense. So okay. Simon Cowell, the new discovery uh, sanila. Okay, that's cool. So it's like 1D, but like Gen Z version. Mm. So now they just came up with an EP called International EP, where they had like four different collaborations around the globe so one of them is with Inigo um, Pascual that's really interesting uh-huh. I mean it's great to have our OPM artists just have their voice out there I mean Inigo's trying to make it big in the international scene yeah. so the song is called Love so that's pretty much um, aside from Inigo Pascual NCT Dream is also there there's a K-pop hmm. group um, Luisa Sonza I'm assuming she's like Latino or Spanish or mm. something and Cinco who's like a Mexican boy band oh, cool. so it's a really interesting EP I listen to it it's really fun and you know we're proud of Inigo that he's there it's a mm. yes for him yes it's definitely a yes for him and aside from that there's another super exciting collaboration on the airwaves right now so Spotify just came out with um, a collaboration between Jose Marichan the father of Christmas Merry Christmas everyone malapit na malapit na it's like 
a month into oh Christmas, God. right? And, you know, oh to celebrate God. the season, of course, mm-hmm. knowing he's the father of Christmas and we all love his Christmas songs, yeah. Spotify just released the first ever Asia um, single in the holiday called A Perfect Christmas. It's kind of like 2019 version. And... The people in here with Jose Marie Chan are Ben and Ben, December Avenue, I Belong to the Zoo, Moira de la Torre, and Julie San- Julianne San Jose. So, you know, it's like amazing. I haven't even heard it yet, and I was, this is already a yes, just hearing it's it. It's a yes, games, talaga. I mean, it's really great. Um, you know, just the Christmas vibes, and it gives a perfect Christmas a new like vibe mm. i mean if you know the classic song a perfect christmas it's more like a ballad and this one's may pagka folk na siya folk pop parang ganun kind of like a ben and ben version oh God, yeah. but oh, like yes. with not just ben everyone. and ben but everyone in the opm scene right now so it's amazing go listen to a perfect christmas it's on spotify exclusively because it's a spotify single so it's a yes for both of those because yes. you know go pinoy go go opm OPM, OPM is music, it isn't talaga. I mean, I guess we've been talking about it a lot on the show, and we've just seen, been seeing a lot of developments, mm. and how we see how it's really growing and continuing to thrive, even with the outside forces of K-pop yeah. and Western music, which has always been there. So that's the first pop current of the week, Pinoy new music, and yeah, go listen to the Inigo Pascual and Jose Marichan collabs. And next in music news, well, let's talk about the American Music Awards, which happened just yesterday. <laughs> that was, but that when I say yesterday, I actually mean Monday, November twenty-five. So <laughs> the time is like super. I don't know what the time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so um, of course, let's. Just to continue all the conversations we've had, let's talk about Taylor Swift because, you know, if you listen to this show a lot, you know, I'm like a super insane Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> um, well, she got the Artist of the Decade Award and she performed the medley of her all-time hits. Finally, after that whole fiasco about not being allowed and mm. calling for fans to like support her and go against the label that was trying to stop her and all that um, jazz. Well, she performed songs spanning from her 15-year career, such as The Man, which is like a song that's like against men. Saying na parang, I don't know if you've heard The Man from her latest album, Lover. It's kind of like, um, if she were a man, she'd be the man, but she's a woman, so like she has to work even harder. Mm. And given everything that happened, parang it's very apt in the situation and she was wearing like um a polo shirt with the albums that weren't allowed originally to for her to perform so parang, it's like very taylor very sagittarius <laughs> um so she sang the man love story of course nice. i knew you were trouble shake it off black space and Lover, which is off of her latest album, Lover, which I super love. There's also a new version out. It's a remix featuring Ooh, one, yeah. Sean Mendes. Yes. So, yes, it's a yes for Taylor. And aside from that whole amazing performance, which is like, takes you back to memory lane. Because the decade has been like, whoop, and now we're almost into 2020. And it just reminds you of like your old days being in high school first year high school listening to love story by taylor oh swift God, uh. 
I mean, it's crazy. I kind of cringe at it, but yes, I know exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> Not by the song, high I school mean. speak now, na siya, pero gets. Yeah. I mean, it's very. I mean, it's arguable that she's the artist of the decade, but you know, her impact has been made oh, yeah, to a lot of people, whether they like to believe it or not, because some people do not believe that. Anyway, so, ayun, um, <laughs> she won six awards, all awards she was nominated for, she won that night. Nice, nice. She nice. won Artist of the Decade, Artist of the Year, Favorite Pop Rock Female Artist, Favorite Music Video for You Need to Calm Down, um, favorite album for pop or rock, which is Lover, mm-hmm. and favorite artist for adult com- contemporary. And with this, all six awards, she has surpassed Michael Jackson as the record as the record holder for most AMAs received to date with twenty nine awards in total. So I mean, if you won twenty nine awards in a span of ten years or okay, more, yeah, yeah, I mean that pretty much so. merits you. Gives you the merit to become the oh, artist of the decade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Michael Jackson had 24. So, I mean, Michael Jackson has since mm-hmm. been, you know... Of course. Has passed away. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, congrats, Taylor. I mean, I'm really proud of you. And I'm sure everyone is behind... I mean, all of your fans, the Swifties, and people who pretend to not care about her. <laughs> no, honestly, though, like, I'm not that big of a Taylor Swift fan, but even I can say that, that that's a really huge accomplishment. Good job to her. Uh-huh, it is. So next, we just say all the other winners for the night, which include Billie Eilish for Best New Artist of the Year and Favorite Artist for Alternative, Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes for the best collaboration for Senorita, which was like the song of the summer for everyone, and it's still stuck in your head, probably. Pretty much. Um, BTS won three awards. That's Tour of the Year, Favorite Duo or Group for Pop and Rock, and Best Social Artist. So finally, they redeemed themselves from not being nominated for any Grammy, which is super weird. for the impact that they've made for yeah, honestly, K-pop they, in the world, diba? Hu- they've made a huge impact. I can say that much. I'm not even that big of a fan. Like, exactly. I can't even call myself like an army, but I have so many army friends that I know. And you know naman kasi that they're really good. They're they really, really good. Are. They're really good. So, get on to the K-pop wave. <laughs> <laughs> and Halsey also won favorite song for the song Without Me, which mm. is another really great song from last year. And Lil Nas X won favorite song for hip-hop, Old Town Road, <laughs> featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Nice, nice, nice. So it's a yes for all the winners of the night. Good job. Uh, performers included so many people. Shania Twain performed, Kesha, Jonas Brothers, Dua Lipa. Of course, Taylor Swift's Decade of the Year. At uh, Decade of the Year. That didn't make sense. <laughs> decade... Artist of the Decade, decade performance, mm. and a lot more. I can't remember everything, but you can go check it out. I think it's all on YouTube at Should this be. point. So that is it for our first two popcorns. We will go on a short break, and we'll be back with more popcorn. And we're back here in Popcorn, and this is another Popcorn episode where we talk about the latest pop culture news that has happened this week. And these are two pretty hot topics, or like, kind of hot topics in different ways. The first one is, let's talk about The Crown. Personally, I'm not updated on this show, but I think this is something we have to break because it's news people would like to hear. Um, Season 5 has found its Queen Elizabeth 
Because um, season three, if you're not familiar with the crown, if you're not familiar with the crown in general, it's a Netflix show about Queen Elizabeth and her life. So the first um, Queen Elizabeth for season one and two was Claire Foy. Now it's season three, which just came out like two weeks ago, and it's played the Queen Elizabeth. The Queen is played by Olivia Colman, who, mm. who has been getting really good reviews. This whole season, I think, has been getting positive reviews, and. After that premiere, Netflix has just announced that they've found the newest queen for the last part of um, The Crown, which will be like six seasons long lang. So three and four will be um, Olivia Colman. So the younger years was um, mm-hmm. Claire Foy. This like middle age-ish years is um, Olivia Colman. And next season, it might introduce the Diana storyline, season four. So that's exciting for people who are, who are really into the royals in general. So season five, um, the actress that will be playing is Imelda Staunton. So if you don't know the name, you actually know the face and the actress. She is Professor Umbridge from the Harry Potter series. So, you know, everyone hates her as that character, <laughs> but she'll be Queen Elizabeth in the last two seasons of The Crown. And that will be like modern day time na raw eh. so mm. like modern day queen elizabeth so i'm not sure what will come out of that let's hope for the best I guess. let's hope for the best but i'm kind of thinking like maybe it's like the kate middleton saga na, na parang mm. okay are we gonna allow this commoner to marry into the royal family and then now with the Meghan markle everything that mm-hmm. people are bashing Meghan markle maybe it might but that's gonna be like super meta by the time because yeah, like Somebody on Netflix will be playing Meghan Markle while Meghan Markle is still like there. There. <laughs> I mean, Queen Elizabeth is still there. Yeah. Right. But like, it by history compared to like modern times. But maybe by the time season five and six are out, it's like a completely different thing. Yeah. And you know, iba na yung sa Buckingham Palace. So anyway, it's a yes for all fans of. The Crown. I really hope I can watch it. I'm not like an expert on it, but I really, I've I've been hearing a lot about it from my friends. So like, I was like, okay, let's talk about this this oh. week. So what's your reaction? Um, because <laughs> I've never even seen a single episode of this, but it sounds interesting for people who are into the whole um royal family stuff. Yeah, Jika's into a different set of royals. Um, <laughs> you're probably seeing it on the feed, on the live feed, but. We'll be talking more about that in another time. <laughs> anyway, okay, so ito na hot topic, another hot topic for this week. Ooh. I mean, ito, si Rafi Tulfo has been on the air with for his show for quite a long time. Tulfo in action, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it's like a isumbong mo kay Tulfo kind of mm-hmm. thing na where people just go to him to report about things that nobody else really wants to deal with like yeah. police or tama nga Tulfo in action so yeah that's aired live and it's like kind of like face to face where um, people just go and bring the people they dislike and have arguments with and they argue live with Tulfo like being the mediator in there so kung hindi alam yung Tulfo new, in action um, new version of face to face kind of thing yeah it's kind of like the new 2020 2019 or like how many years um, for how many years now it's like the new 
in show for like fighting people. <laughs> so ayun, so the latest episode or one of the latest episodes of Tool for an Action had a grandmother complaining of a 55-year-old teacher named Melita Limhuko after the teacher blasted her grand- grandson for failing to return his report card. So the teacher said na it was only meant to discipline the kid and that there was no intention to traumatize him. But the Lola and the parents thought na, you know, it's like an act of bullying or something. Mm-hmm. So the teacher publicly apologized, but the student's guardians insisted to punish the teacher by bringing her to justice, quote-unquote justice, through the Tulfo show. And during the show, Tulfo gave the teacher two options. The first one is to face criminal charges, if there are any criminal charges like associated to that. Or to choose to just give up her profession as a teacher. So that was what irked a lot of netizens online, mm-hmm. of course. Why would people just listen to you? I mean, I mean, I guess as a person in the media with a lot of things to say, I understand because that's what we're trying to do on this show. But to like have such life-changing decisions yeah. to be made by a newscaster is a different story. He's not even a lawmaker. He's not a lawyer. He's not... Exactly. I don't think he is. But I think more than the current issue, siempre, we have to hear all the sides, like the teacher's mm-hmm. side, which nag apologize na siya, pero yung family then, are they being too, like, OA about this, of overacting? They probably are. Probably. And actually, si Rafi Tulfo has already apologized na rin for the, you know, misdemeanor. In his show, on his show, but there's a lot of arguments also going about with DepEd. Na mm-hmm. sabi ng DepEd na you know that's not following due process, which is obviously yeah, true. It really isn't. Na you know he's not following. Yeah, he's, who, he who isn't the end. Exactly. Her, her profession. So and teachers are so important in teachers our lives. Have such thankless jobs, honestly speaking. And you know, you only realize it when you're older. Na Kunwari, matanda ka na, na-realize mo yung punishment, quote-unquote, ng teacher mo. What's really to teach you a lesson which you will carry on till mm-hmm. your older days. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, people have lapses in judgment also, like how they actually do it. And sometimes it actually traumatizes children. Yeah. We can't discount that fact as well. Yeah. But, I mean... I think the family might have gone a little too far with that, though. Yeah. I mean, what exactly was the whole... Okay, I just want to know, like... I didn't get to see the episode myself. When they say blasted the student for not report returning the report card, what exactly did she even do? Pinagalitan I mean, lang ba niya? Yung hindi report card. Ah, the, so the teacher did not give the report card to the kid as. Hindi binalik yung report card. That's uh-huh. how I understand it. Okay. So it's it's a weird uh, it's a weird thing, but basically, the okay, argument that's way too is. Much then. Parang binabuli ba ng teacher or... Parang si teacher yung binabuli eh. Yun na nga, with this um, public outrage. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, the bottom line is, should these kinds of television shows or radio shows be the basis of justice? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure Tulfo has helped a so many people, people yes, at sure. this point. Like, like the one with the, with the baby na nanakaw. Yeah, yeah. Na. Nabalik yung nice baby, di ba? Oh. We can't discount his help. Yeah, it's a public course, service as well. It's a Mm-mm. and you know, Tulfo we can say can be problematic or is problematic with you know being 
a supporter of the powers that be right now. I mean, we talk about that a lot. And, you know, but sometimes, yun nga, nakakatulong ka naman sa ibang tao. Yeah. Pero kung ganito na yung ginagawa mo. Mm, kind of questionable already. It's pero it also speaks about our, ano, it talks about our notions of justice in the country. And our justice system, if our justice system actually worked, then why would a show like this still exists. There, diba? that's one really important Wow, thing. I learned so much in Pulse. But <laughs> <laughs> yun, I mean, yun nga, it's more a question about our justice system, I think, more mm. than Tulfo himself. Because yeah, yeah. Tulfo is just He's another platform for justice. In a sense, that it's more like citizen justice or what can I do as a news reporter yeah, looked as, as upon big, by um, many. And on damn subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, he exactly. has like 8 million subscribers. Wow. And he Good earns job. reportedly like 7 million pesos a month on YouTube. Shocks, so maybe bro, my next show should just be like getting advice from problematic people <laughs> and helping them fix it. <laughs> so obviously yeah. it's a sigh. It's a big sigh. Big I mean, sigh. as we've been saying, Magulong we don't hate yan. Tulfo just for the existence of his show, but... No for that specific thing that he did. As Ateneon as this is going to sound, it's really just, it's because it's not just black and white. There's like so many shades of gray in the middle of that whole situation. Mm-hmm. As Ateneon as that sounds. And you yeah. should, I mean, I guess, siguro additional support na lang from the Tulfo team na, okay, offer the due process. Mm-hmm. I mean, offer people who can help, like, get have, the due process. Get the due process, yeah. talk to those people. That would, that would not work. just have it less like a, uh, magbiging spectators ng yung mga tao against yeah. somebody else's problems. Mm. So it's a it's a it's a, an ongoing thing and obviously they're not going to stop. So it's a sigh. But hopefully, I mean, I think he said naman that he's going to try to improve as of someone people look up to. I'm glad that he took ano, he took responsibility for I think that. it's for, it's the first time nga. What? Sabi niya parang nice. I barely listen to netizens comments, but this time around I understand my ano, I understand my misgiving here. Mm-hmm. Not verbatim, but parang yeah, ganun like yung sinabi niya. So, basahin niyo siya. Basahin niyo na lang yung full story <laughs> online. I read this article on Philippine Star, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that's it for our segment of Popcorn. We will be right back with more Popcorns after this break. And we're here at the last bit of this episode of Popcorn, where we just talk about random stuff. Not random, but like chosen <laughs> stuff from what happened this week. So, last three things for this Popcorn Extravaganza Part 2. Because last episode, we just had like a whole hour of just news from November. Mm. So anyway, ito, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show 2019 and possibly... Pretty much the whole Victoria's Secret fashion show has been cancelled. Mm. So ratings of, the, of ratings of the show have been declining the past few years. And the company is said to have a memo na released... What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's said to have released okay. an internal memo saying that okay. they're deciding to think or rethink the traditional Victoria's Secret fashion show into something else. Mm-hmm. And... Because they don't believe that the network television like uh, format is still the right format at this time. Mm. So, I mean, history lang for those who aren't aware. I mean, I guess a lot of people, men and women, would be aware. I mean, because of yeah. the cultural impact of the last 
two decades, not this decade necessarily, but since 1995, yung show. So it's turning, it was supposed to turn 24, 25th year na sana next year. Um, the show has served as a marketing, marketing, um, platform, I guess, for Victoria's Secret. And, you know, it's gotten a lot of, like, flack recently. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it shows sexualization of women, hypersexualization of women mm-hmm. as well. And it's widely expensive and said to be, said to have cost $20 million for the 2016 show on its own. So that's crazy. But, you know, with people being more woke or people being more politically aware and like being more proud of themselves and the bodies they represent this has not been as relevant in the last few years so for example last year they just announced na parang they're still not getting um plus size models or transgender models so they got flack from that and that's one of the ongoing conversations for that before they canceled this so yeah i mean Marami na nagsilabas na bagong concepts such as Rihanna's Savage X Fenty show, which mm-hmm. features like all body types and all different types of people, even transgender women, plus size women, yeah. people of color. Yeah. I mean, Victoria's Secret had people of color, but, but it's always generally like same body same type. body type. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's really nice for me. It's a yes. Finally, they they've come to their senses and say, "Na okay, it's about time to stop this whole quote unquote." I mean, it, it's a tradition. It has been a tradition, mm-hmm. but it's time to move forward and yeah. reevaluate everything. Though I guess the only thing that kind of rubs me in the wrong in the wrong way is that their main reason is because of network television not being the end thing anymore because people stream now more days yeah I'm more, <laughs> now i'm the one saying weird things people stream nowadays more so yeah tele- network television really isn't the main platform for that kind of yeah. stuff but hopefully if they do plan on you know trying to revamp the show for a streaming site or something sana naman they'd start working towards getting other being bodies, more inclusive being more inclu- yeah uh, anyone who's seeing the video feed of this can see very clearly i am not the person <laughs> who would fit in that kind of and it's standard. fine it's okay love and yourself that's why i'm happy to hear that because i mean not saying that there's anything wrong with people who do fit that standard, yeah but it's about time we to don't realize, hate them no of course not it's time but it's time to realize that that's not the only type of body for women there is out there mm-hmm. and we should appreciate all types mm-hmm. and you know Including that including body that, type. Yes. And it's nice that people are embracing themselves even more. I mean, it's we're approaching 2020 at yeah, this come point. On, guys. <laughs> so, love is love. You are loved by everyone, no matter what size, color, shape mm-hmm. you have. Amen to that. But, you know, people, there's still a lot of people who don't necessarily agree with that yeah. so it's something the world still has to work on mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a good move. It's a work in progress. So, I mean, hopefully more and more things come about na appreciating women's bodies yeah. in different ways. Yes. Aside from the hypersexualization of like people who don't eat or something. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, not, it, that's, yeah. not, that's not, the, I'm not trying to be offensive, but like they really starve themselves for yeah, no, a number of hours before the show. The it's part of the process. So, yeah. And even, you know, but it's a K-pop naman. 
they have yeah. like rigorous crazy processes exactly. that have so, to be changed but you know it's a work in progress as yeah. with anything the world is a work in progress and i think it has to apply as well to like male bodies mm-hmm. i mean this is not like mansplain or just like putting it into a male perspective but like you know the standard right now is like abs and all abs yeah, no, nice arms i mean i guess it would be nice to have yeah it's abs and nice arms but it's not the end all be all exactly appreciate all bodies all all, all genders and kudos all bodies, to everyone who can actually achieve that it's not that yeah, easy no, it's definitely not easy but i mean you know they really work towards that exactly so respect people for whatever and that's how they earn money yeah exactly (laughs) they look beautiful (laughs) i mean god wouldn't have given them that (laughs) you know so anyway that's a yes Mm -hmm. for me Mm, yeah it's a good progress so next back to the philippines heart evangelisa was just announced as part of the vogue 100 so if you're not familiar with this list it's a curated list of distinctive creative voices from around the globe encompassing actors, artists, musicians, athletes, stylists, activists, chefs, choreographers, videographers, beauty fanatics, glamour girls, and wonderful weirdos of every stripe. I wonder where heart like falls into <laughs> wonderful weirdos of every stripe. So she announced on her Instagram this quote, and I quote some news that I've been holding in for a while now that I can finally reveal. I was chosen to be a part of the Vogue 100. This is such an honor, especially to be alongside other amazing individuals from around the globe. So, I mean, for me, I congratulate her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's worked towards something at this point. And, you know, it's not easy to be recognized in, like, such a uh, upscale magazine oh, such yeah. as Vogue. I mean, I'm pretty sure Anna Wintour is, like, Miranda Priestley, but, like, nicer or something. I mean, you get the level of, I know, the level of fashion and the level of like personality you need to have to be recognized by her team mm-hmm. at the very least but mm-hmm. you know that's not discounting things that heart is being criticized for yeah now we do admire her for her fashion and her great looks but is she being excessive what can you say about the heart evangelista conversation um like the ones when she'd be wearing like super extravagant, extravagant everything she's going to the grocery or something like that Oh, and like that, general that na parang okay you're how do you i mean you're a youtube star now you're an artista you probably have enough savings to get you as much hermes bags as you want mm-hmm. as much birkins that you can paint on mm-hmm. and all that but syempre asawa ka rin ng senator ni senator cheese mm-hmm. so is there a factor as to that marriage and how it contributes to her lifestyle which is crazy rich asian level now at this point <laughs> diba i don't know honestly i feel like i feel like they're legit like i mean i don't see any malice in their relationship yeah yeah, yeah. At, at least as far as it's shown on public in the public eye but like that's what they want you to think just that's, that's another thing you don't know if that's really just how they want you to think. but i don't know they seem they seem pretty legit to me it's not the relationship that's I mean, uh, um, that i'm that people are criticizing but it's like the, it's the, it's the, the validity the of the lifestyle now, how can how can she be affording that yeah like exactly that? Um, i don't know i mean is it a conversation to be had i'm pretty sure it is given how a lot of people are poor yeah, I mean, but, uh, maybe if she would do more charitable stuff, then maybe it would be less of a conversation. I don't know. Well, yun nga, kasi walang ganung aspect na nakikita yung tao. But we don't know we her don't know. personally. Maybe she's actually doing stuff and she just doesn't publicize it because she yeah, doesn't think ako, it Yeah, I'm not a hater. I'm not a basher. 
but I'm not like fully supportive of like the lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, of course we have our sucks. we have our own we have our own caprichos in life mm-hmm. and our own like collections and everything. But you know, at some point you need to. It's like the co- bigger conversation as well. Parang are for billionaires like Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. How much is too much in donating? Given yeah. that you're like. Top one percent of the world. Yeah, parang ganon dene. Eh. Yeah, it's something like that. So uh, it's kind of a hard topic to breach, but yeah, it sucks. It's it it sucks. The heart of Anglisa controversy, but it's nice that she's being recognized oh, yeah, for me. Mm. And you know, we don't know if we'll see her in the Crazy Rich Asian sequel. <laughs> we probably will. Okay, so it's na last for the week and most talked about also <laughs> on social media and international news. That's what's even crazier. Masayat. Let's go to sports, 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 sports <laughs> Um Yeah, I mean, I've always been criticized for including sports in this, but we can't not talk about this. Yeah, come on. It's pop culture in a sense. It is, it is. Anyway, it's the Sea Games, the 38 Sea Games, and oh, the Philippines boy. is the host of this momentous <laughs> year and yeah hashtag sea games fail that's what people are calling it it's everywhere on social media number one the venues aren't prepared the nino yakino stadium the Rizal media center breakfast being served is apparently kikiam and egg and rice that's yeah. not enough for or nutritious enough for athletes Accommodations yeah, are slow. They were sleeping on the rugs already. And they were being um they were being held lang in function rooms while yeah. their rooms were being prepared. Yep. And they went to the wrong hotels, their their rides arrived like two hours late. That's for the Timor Leste team. I think so, if yeah. If I'm correct. Um aside from that, if you've seen their material itself, the logo, oh the mascot, the, the app, welcome banner, <laughs> the welcome banner, the signages. I mean, kanina nasa Edsa ako. Oh gosh. May mga MMDA lang sa gitna na may hawak na sign na for Sea Games participants. May arrow na right. Tapos for public utility vehicles mm-hmm. and private vehicles. Para wow. I mean, um, Senator um, Senator Alan Peter Cayetano made a statement before the se- the whole fiasco started, saying na handang handang handa na tayo and no, look where we are now. No, we're not, sir. It's a deep sigh for this Big one. Big deep sigh. I mean, but I have seen though there were some little gems within it. Like I saw the venue for the gymnastics one. I think. Yeah. That oh, I forgot. Finished? That was nice. It's and I forgot nice. to mention that the bowling tournament oh, no. is held in Star Mall, which is a mall. What? Yeah. Sorry, that might have been really loud. <laughs> diba? Parang, okay. I get it. Um, peop- uh, They're trying to defend it right now, saying na, oh, you know, we're just people, we make mistakes, and we'll take this as a learning experience. But the budget is apparently 11 billion pesos. Or That's a really I think I've read budget. somewhere else na 60 billion pesos. I'm not quite sure what the right figure is. Yeah, but the point is, it's a really high budget. And we had loans this? for it. And to have oh, this kind gosh. of quote-unquote preparation is... It's, embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. There was a tweet saying see the S E and C games means secondhand embarrassment. And, and that is so one. true. The letter P in C games means paghahanda. My gosh. <laughs> Nasa yung P na yun. I mean, yun nga, okay. 
let's be let's have the benefit of the doubt and say that the budget was delayed but couldn't you have prepared everything else way ahead of time I mean at this we point we knew it for a long time that we'd be having it here so well nga, parang <laughs> it's really just a reflection of what's happening in the government right now well now the world will see just how I think the world is. has known but uh, it, this will put a definite yeah. magnifying glass yes, on yes. it <laughs> given all the horror stories that are coming out from mm-hmm. it and yun nga, I mean Tokyo 2020 is happening. They're already done with Like in venues. eight months. <laughs> August yata 2020 yung yeah. um, and Olympics. Already, they're already seeing the venues nearing completion eight months before yeah. the actual Olympics. And yung parang yung marketing palang or the very fact na nobody really cares that it's the SEA Games 30th anniversary happening in the country. That alone speaks for itself. Na parang yeah. Kung ako nangyayari yung Olympics sa bansa ko, I was, I'm gonna be like super excited. Kasi yeah. if, I think I went to Japan how many years ago. They've already been hyping up Tokyo 2020 since then. That was five years ago, I think, or They've four years ago. They've been hyping it up since before I even... I mean, it's already it was already super hyped before I left Japan to come back home. Like, they were already looking for volunteers as early as 2018. So, exactly. That's the amount of preparation you need for such a wide-scale event. Hmm. I mean, mag-open pa lang siya in a few days, November 30. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see, we'll how, see how else it... Kasi ang dami talaga. It's just, cool. it's just one disaster after another. So, if, let's if, see. If, if there was like anyway. one thing lang, then yeah. okay, we could forgive it. But and a lot of people are trying to defend it, saying... You know, this is a reflection of our country. Don't put, uh, you know, it's all all these things na walang logic na, na parang okay. I don't get people mm. and how you can still defend that. I mean, I pro- they're probably being paid for it, but <laughs> they probably are. I mean, I mean they, you wouldn't yeah. really say that. Honestly, if Unless, you actually understood the gravity of the situation. And tayo hindi sports people, yeah, diba? Definitely not. So. We're just spectators here, and it's just sad to see that. Yeah. So it's obviously a sigh, a sad, sad, and the past. Yes. That's how many reactions it deserves. <laughs> so, you know, we'll hope for the best. We'll um, see. Hopefully, it'll improve. Yeah. Yun lang. Ang masasabi ko. <laughs> so, that's it for our popcorns for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a crazy week, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of exciting things as always to happen and really, 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 really embarrassing Sea <laughs> Games events. Mm-hmm. So, we'll close the show as usual with our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week or for this episode, for this mini-sode, <laughs> if it ends up being shorter. Um, anything you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Um, for those of you who have Netflix, which I'm pretty sure almost everyone has nowadays, mm-hmm. um, if you're into anime or you're willing to give it a chance, there is this Netflix original anime called Carol and Tuesday. It's about these two girls. It's set... Are they like people or humanoid animals? People. People, okay. for sure. But um, it's set like many many years into the future because they now live on mars instead of earth oh okay but they're still humans like they're like humans that transferred to mars after it was like made habitable and all that stuff anyway point is the two main girls want to be musicians and in that super futuristic world people um usually like the music usually made by ais already by this point and they want to do the whole you know 
real music kind of stuff. So it's really interesting because it's it's an anime, so it's in Japanese, but whenever they sing, the songs are in English and it's still the same voice actors. So it's it's really nice to listen to. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'd probably check it out when I do have the time. Yeah. But for me, it's also an Asian thing. Mm. <laughs> um, last time I mentioned, I've been starting K-drama mm. and the rabbit hole rabbit hole <laughs> i've entered the rabbit hole and probably will be staying there for quite a while um last time i recommended kim bokju mm-hmm. which a lot of people I have probably seen um this time i started what's wrong with secretary kim mm. and it's super fun ang saya light lang siya i mean i haven't seen any of the like darker or more mature k-dramas but this one's like I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are into K-dramas have seen it. But for those who don't, mm. it's just like um, a boss trying to figure out what's wrong with his secretary who wants to quit. So, in the premise. Yeah. And grabe, um, Park Min Young is the girl there and Park Sojun is the guy. Wow. Every 10 seconds, I'm like, grabe ang pogi ni Park Sojun. <laughs> then the next 10 seconds, I'm like, grabe ang ganda talaga ni Park Min Young. So, parang, Wow. These Koreans, how get? Please give me your skincare routine. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I guess they have a completely different environment That's and true, lifestyle and product. Mm. But I mean, it's really fun. I'm enjoying this K K drama and K pop phase of my life. I'm not sure if it's a phase lang or, I mean, it's it's a nice na I'm seeing more Asian mm-hmm. material in my like in my cloud cloud <laughs> i mean yun, i yeah. mean i really wanna read more or like explore more especially in cinema mm-hmm. in um tv mga japanese hindi ko pa masyado na ano uh, it's a different anime <laughs> but in yun eh diba so parang it's a lot to yeah. take in i think um in the philippines it's a really interesting hodgepodge of cultures na at one point you know i was telling my friend the other day at one point, there's Pinoy pop culture, you know, teleseries, Filipino mm. movies, and Filipino movies are we're at the golden age or the renaissance. Then we have the Western stuff that we've always loved, the Disney's, oh, yeah. Marvels, DCs, Harry Potter's, everything. I can't name everything yeah. because <laughs> it's gonna take us forever. Forever. And we also have the Asian counterparts, K drama, K pop, Jade pop j-drama anime mm-hmm. may mga chinese there are mando also, pop then yeah um ano pa? apparently like uh dramas from thailand are starting to become a thing now too i mean i, I think i've only seen one thai movie two thai movies yung mm. um bad student bad yeah, student. yeah i've heard of that one yeah bad student bayon it's like the one with the bad genius, genius. <laughs> bad student <laughs> Bad Genius is really amazing if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and a, a little thing called Love. Mm, yeah. Crazy little thing Crazy called little Love. Thing wow, that was kilig din. But grabe yung K-drama. Kinikilig talaga ako parang wow. Where's my love life? Again and again. So anyway, that's it for our show this week. Of course, thank you for everyone who listened for this episode. Um... Go follow us on social media. We're at Popcorn with Cholo. That's Popcorn W Cholo on IG, Twitter, Facebook. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. And listen to all our previous episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you stream your podcasts. Of course, thank you to Radio Katipunan 87.9. All our video episodes are also on their Facebook page. So go follow them. 
So thank you everyone and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.